Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today, the Money Month banger, counter-cyclical investing. Yeah, cool. So what is the definition, Mike, of counter-cyclical investing? Uh, it's an investing strategy where an investor buys assets that performing or that are currently performing the opposite to the broader market or the economy. So when it's going down, you are buying. And when it's going up, you may be selling. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Do you think, um, who do you think that's relevant to? Do you think everybody should be doing that? Or? Uh, no, I don't think everybody should be doing that. Counter-cyclical investing is a very easy concept to talk about and wrap your head around, but fundamentally it is very difficult to do. Um, the psychology around mm. investing, imagine if all of the indicators are telling you, you should not invest in this at the moment because it's going down. It's doom, it's gloom, it's the property market, it's gonna fall off a cliff. House prices aren't sustainable at this level. Interest rates are going through the roof. Um, the government's just introduced another tax for property investors, yet you still go out there and make the decision that now's a good time to invest in that asset. That is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, and a big thing for me is, while this might be a nice thing to do because there's some advantages, the main thing to be doing is looking at your financial plan and going, based off my goals, what do I need to be consistently doing at what points in time? Mm. And then am I in the position to do something or not positioned to do something and if you're in the position to do something while the market is down, aka potentially right now, then beautiful because it's a great time to be doing it. If you're at the top of the market and it's the right time for you to be doing it according to your plan, just get on with the show. Yeah. So what you really want to be uh, familiar with here, if you are looking at counter-cyclical investing or traditional investing, is around economic cycles and business cycles, mm. right? So long-term economic cycles. We're talking an entire cycle, traditionally speaking or historically speaking, has lasted about seven years where you have a bull run, a top of the, fairly short top of the market, a dip, and then a long bull run again where it comes back up. And you need to remember that these are cycles and it will all happen again. But on average, the value of the assets in the economy will continue to rise over time. So even though it's going down now, the next bull run should get it slightly higher the next time. Oh, and I got to tell you, your boy is excited about the next bull run. Oh, I've yeah. been patient in the last oh, 20 months. It's been a cold winter. I, I can't <laughs> wait till we just kind of ride <laughs> off into the sunset. Um, okay, so let's talk about the appeal of counter-cyclical investing. Really mm. struggling with that word, by the way. The alliteration. Yeah, means. yeah. Um, so potential for higher returns over the long term. Funnily enough, if you buy low and then it goes up, you've made some money uh, buying undervalued assets and downturns and selling them in upturns. Yeah. It does work out in, in your favor, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, though, it's it's so much harder to do uh, practically speaking than it is theoretically speaking. Tipping your hard-earned cash into an investment that isn't performing relative to the market or in line with the market when it's going down is a very difficult thing yeah. to do. Yeah, and we've got a risk profile question um, in our questionnaire, mm. which goes, if your investment drops by 30%, what do you do? Um, do you sell it all? Do you sell part of it? Do you do nothing or, and buy more? Everyone's like, oh, of course I would buy more. Yeah. But like in the moment when you buy more, because essentially when you're buying more, if you've got more cash, mm. you should be hoping it drops mm. instead of going up, yeah. which makes no sense like in terms of the emotion behind it. Yeah. Like you invest some money, you've got some more money and you go, 
I'm like, this is great. Yeah. You can buy more at a discount. Be like, dog, I'm sick of seeing red. I want to see some green next to my number. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, this isn't some preachy, we're better than you because we're fundamentally no, we different. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's what we see when we're talking to our customers, right? And James can attest to this, that when all of the indicators are green on the portfolios, yeah, the phone might ring every now and then to discuss the, the investments. But, you know, it's not a stressed call. When everything is ticking red on those investment portfolios, everybody's calling James going, what have you done with my money? You know, like, why is it in the red, James? When's it going to come back? I know where you live, James. James. You were a safe pair of hands, James. Imagine during that call, if James said to you, do you have another 50,000? Well, yeah. chuck it in now. Yeah. You know, it's a game. Isn't ev- this great? Yeah. Everyone's like, buy low, sell high. Well, no one really does it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean buy more, James? I've given you every cent yeah. I have. My retirement's ruined. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> We're going to be okay, guys. We're going to be The portfolios okay. are back in the green, actually, yeah, which is yeah. quite nice. Sure, yeah, yeah. Just quietly. Yeah. If you got money, come talk to me. Um, what an endorsement. <laughs> Where are you, James? I know your home address. Um, cool. The other piece just around all of this stuff, right? is you do like if there is a direct company um that's gone down in value that doesn't necessarily i mean i would not be playing that game mm-hmm. where you're going even if they're big companies yeah. they're necessarily going to go back up you want to take um counter cyclical investing when you're investing in whole markets or got lots of diversification just because the company's down does not mean it's going to go back up yeah if it's got a change of leadership if it's got a change of industry if um, technology is changing, there can be huge amounts of risk. Yeah, maybe with the exception. I remember like I bought BP after like that um, when they had their big oil spills. Mm. And I was like, Are you pro, pro oil spill or? Well, I'm anti oil spill, but I'm pro making money. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, there. I was like, because the, the stock just fell off a cliff. And I was mm. like, that'll come back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the challenges, Mike, I mean, we've spoken about some of them already. Uh, one of the first ones is. If you're going to do something along this line, you've just got to remember everybody around you most likely is going to tell you this is a horrible idea. Mm. Every, you know, the psychology around money is when it goes up, we want to invest more because yeah. we feel good about it. When it goes down, people are scared. And we're certainly seeing that a lot, particularly around property at the moment. Mm. Interest rates high, recession, election, uncertainty. Dog, oh, I don't care. Like investments are down 20%. I'm going to take my 20%. And run to the bank. Yeah, 100%, right? And I guess the other big one there is the potential for losses. If you are a counter-cyclical investor, you have to be able to ride out the entire market. If you, if let's say it's some sort of dead cat bounce and you thought it was the bottom, but actually it falls off a cliff again. Um, yeah, look, you can't crystallize that loss. You have got to be able to wait it out. So again, um, yep, great strategy. You've got to be investing uh, the right amount of right amount of your capital at the right risk level for the right time frame. Yeah, and you've got to be patient. Mm. So you've got to remember, like Mike said, it can keep going down. You're doing you're doing something for a long term game, um, and you can't be second guessing yourself once you've gone down that road. Yeah, and uh, then you do not want to be crystallizing losses. No, hundred percent right. And the other one is, I guess, the possibility of missed opportunities. So you know, by not being invested in booming sectors or something that's i guess sort of the the hot thing you're potentially going to be missing out um but again it's just going to come down to what strategy are you picking yeah. right if, if there's a massive bull run in a particular industry and another one is on the way down you really got to assess 
what you expect out of the return for that investment. Yeah. You just got to be remember as well, buying anything in a downturn market does not guarantee returns. Mm. You'll be investing when everybody tells you not to. The media will always be telling you all the bad things are happening in the world and it's yeah. a bad time to invest. Banks won't lend you money when things are getting yeah. tighter. Your family will be giving you um, a hard time saying, Bob at the barbecue, don't don't go and do that. So you've really got to have that clarity about what you're doing mm. and have conviction in your decision making. Yep, absolutely. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for joining us. Give us a sub, give us a review, give us a like, and we will catch you tomorrow. Cheers.